What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Blood Tenders Podcast. It's your boy Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, the partner in crime, Rocky. How you doing? I missed you, guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yes, it's been a while. Good to see you. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, good times in Vegas. I think everybody's <clears> ramping <throat> up for the warmer weather coming yes. through, hopefully. Yes. Uh, I mean, we're still here in February, but March is right around the corner, and we're going right to see there. some good, hopeful uh, spring weather. I would love that because people it. go outside. I'm over this cold weather. Oh, my God. It's still cold. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, it's a sweet thing. When you walk outside, speaking of sweet things, uh, we have a really great guest on the show today. And I'm going to tell you, it's very, very sweet for me to say this because he started in the dispensary industry, still in the dispensary industry, and is now a DJ in the cannabis industry that people yeah. just can't stop talking about. DJ Matt Lucio, what's going on, man? Welcome, welcome, Thank you for welcome. having me. Hell Thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Pleasure to be on the show. I appreciate the invite. No worries. It was about that time. It was about that time to have you on the show. Because I think, man, if I have to walk into another party and hear it or see a poster with his name on it, right? So I'm like, who is this DJ Matt Lucio? Because we were invited, right? I do believe to one event and the high blood tenders were there and I couldn't make it. But Jarrell, you showed up, right? And uh, you said he had a rocking great fucking time and every time i see these events i'm like holy yeah. shit man people are crack a lacking with this so yeah um, I, i'm grateful to have you on the show man how did you get into this dj world and how did that intertwine with the cannabis industry oh, man. it's so funny i've actually been a dj since 2007 out here and when things finally came around to 2015 and you know cannabis started getting recreational I, I already, for me, I always thought like, man, that, that'd be a really cool industry to work in. I like, I always wondered what it would be like to be a part of that industry. Uh, right. Fast forward to 2020, the pandemic. You know, everybody was probably delivery driving for mm-hmm. somebody at some point. Yep, we were um, both there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, so I worked at Hardine for a little bit as a driver, got involved, and for me, that was like, this is really cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the cannabis industry, you get to see how everything works, and it's everything's a regular business. But for me, it was when I got to meet the people. Uh, it, it, for me, that was my experience. That coming out of that and getting back into DJing, that's what came with me is the people I got to meet, just the passionate individuals and behind everything what they do. Hell yeah! I was like, man, I met some good people. What were you doing at that time in the dispensary industry? Um, I was a delivery driver. Oh, you were del- you just yeah. said that, my yeah. God! But yeah. you before the pandemic, were you doing delivery driving the whole time? No, no, I was, I was from the outside looking in. Just, oh, really? So, yeah, just, yeah. so you just yeah. broke through to I, the from, industry from I, the delivery driving yep, situation. Yep. Catch up, Rocky. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and <laughs> for me, like DJing the last. 16 years like that, that was like my dream job like man I'm in the dispensary right. delivering like to me this is the dream walking up knocking on somebody's door and just Driving everybody was happy to see you everybody's very nice you those were good times for yeah. a little bit yes. a lot of work. for a little bit for a little bit <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of hours it was yeah yep. yeah but so how did you um blend in the DJing like how did you get in like do DJing and cannabis. So when I got done with Hardine after the pandemic, everything started getting normal. I got back into DJing and I came out and I was like, man, like I I always wanted 
attend a bud tender event i would hear about it you right. know you talk about it you know when the, everything's closed it's like oh there was once upon a time there was these bud tender events <laughs> with product and these brands and it'd be a good time i'm like oh that that's, sounds like a good time how do i go and they're like well you gotta be a bud tender i'm like damn i'm a delivery driver i gotta get <laughs> yeah. transferred to the other side of the building or something right. you know and coming out of that uh, i for me i i just i thought the thought for me is like, man, it'd be really cool if everybody could be included in a sense, you know, like the industry, like, you know, if we do an industry party for the people, for, definitely for the bud tenders, because mm-hmm. that's the front line of the, from the consumer to the business. Right. Uh, but even there's a back line, you know, there's in, people in inventory, you know, there, there's the managers, the delivery drivers, dispatch, receptionists, the, everybody, yeah, everybody's a part of it. Everybody should be a part of the success and what we do. Right. So for me, I just came out, I was like, man, you know, like, I, I just want to do a party like that. I, for one, appreciate the industry being a part of it and now between the outside back and the consumer side it's like man if i could do anything to give back to an industry like what what could i do what could i take my life experience and apply it to you know something i'm passionate about so right. you know I, I i had this idea for a party uh i met with a venue and I, I thought it was the right party the right venue uh, so, you know, I did free play. If you have an agent card, you can come, you, mm. you know, free play all night. You, it's, you, it's not alcohol driven, right. you know, so there's games, you yeah. know, I want to do a party that's not alcohol driven. So sure. you want to just come out, just chill. You don't have to drink, you know, necessarily it's still a little party vibe, right. but it, it's just something to come out, have a good time. Yeah. Get high, hop in an Uber and show yeah. up. Yeah, there's no cover. There's it's free to get in. Yeah. Well, no, for? And you're yep. playing games, man. Yep. You're hanging out with your homies. <clears throat> yep. Yep. For sure. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. I think a lot of people, it's an afterthought for the bud tenders. Like, hey, you know, oh, we should have invited the bud tenders. We'll have, we'll have a bud tender event. And it never happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think it's awesome that you actually put that out there in the atmosphere because, you know, you know that what it was like. And here's the yep. thing. That needs to stop in the industry, right? So if you have these big industry parties, invite the tenders. Yeah, let them in for free. Let them in yeah, for free. Let them let them, free. Let, yeah. let them have a good time. If you, like for me, if you want to connect with people or as a brand, you have to connect as a human. Yes. You, know, you got to like put yourself in their shoes. How can we help make their lives better or more enjoyable? How can we make an impact in what you do? Right. Yep. And that goes from the front to the back. Mm-hmm. So by the way... It should never just be an event where it's, hey, it's just butt tenders. It should be the entire industry. Everybody that shows up to that dispensary mm-hmm. every day should know what it, you know, to have a great time mm-hmm. and hang out together and make it an event where, you know, maybe even your store sponsors it so that everybody in, in your team can show up. And yeah. the ones that can't, that's fine. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. But the ones that can show up can actually show up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just fun to do that. You know what I mean? To have those, like, events and, you know, play it out that way. And at and, and some point, like, it's necessary, I feel like, to, like, have those events. Because you, like you said, you make that connection with brands and butt tenders because you don't get that mm-hmm. in the dispensary. Mm-hmm. Or if you do, it's only... 15 mm-hmm. minutes at a time, you know, in a training session, or like if they're in a pop up, mm-hmm. and even if they're in a pop up, that person might not be informed enough, mm-hmm. you know, because they just got it, you know, they're just doing that as a part time shop. So I feel like those events are um, to some extent necessary. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for definitely. the industry. They definitely, there, there is a, a need for a platform <laughs> yeah, for that to for happen. Sure. And, and even going on top of what you were saying, uh, you, yeah, you show up and, like, I'm working. Like, it's cool seeing you. Like, I'm, whether you're working, I'm bud tending, uh, I'm running dispatch. You know, you don't have that right platform where both parties can really connect. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like definitely a work thing, but like not we're at, we're at the industry yeah. party. We're holding a drink, you know. Yeah. It's more of like a human connection mm-hmm. than a work mm-hmm. connection for sure. Yeah. It's definitely needed. Definitely. Oh, so predispensary. <clears throat> yes. Um, your first time smoking cannabis. Ooh. What was that experience like? Uh, it, it, it was uplifting. Like I, I, I was actually not into it until I was 18, 19 years old. We're out there. But at the time, I'm born and raised from Hawaii, so I wanted to be a pro surfer. Right, and, all yeah. that. and then I, I moved to Vegas to DJ. I'm like, okay, I ain't gonna be surfing big <laughs> waves anymore. I, you know, and at the time, my uh, high school girlfriend introduced me to it, and then she told me straight up, she's like, yeah, I, I stopped smoking when I was dating you the last three years. I was like, I did this. <laughs> like, Damn. You know, and it's it's for me. It's that that was that was the beginning of my journey, right? Uh, and then when I moved back up here, uh, just started getting a little experience with it. Uh, for me, I get nervous a lot. I get stage fright. You know, sometimes my mind's always going. You know, common problems that we have. That yeah. we, you know, we people deal with it differently. And you know, drinking doesn't work or anything like that. So even for me, uh, cannabis played a really important role in in many different ways for me. Mm-hmm. at different points in my life uh and and which is why being a part of the cannabis industry being a part of it as a worker and from the outside looking in as a contributor right. uh that that I, it's what i'm passionate about and, and there's so many people like me that i such as both of you that i meet in the industry i'm like man we, we all gotta like kind of help each other out because i think everything can go so far and what's great about the industry is we, I think everybody does in, in their little ways. You know, everybody kind of comes together and every time, every now and then and, you know, make things happen. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the state of things, uh, you know, that things are now with the cannabis industry where it's kind of like, oh my God, what's going on? It's mm-hmm. such a crazy time right yeah. now. It's really good to get together and kind of, you know have these moments too you know give people an outlet because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on and you know here's the plus side to that i feel like this is going to turn around i feel like this summer and the spring is going to bring back a little bit more of what we used to see in the cannabis industry and hopefully we'll start seeing that influx of people coming in and realizing that our cannabis is really good you don't have to put the prices down Mm. on good cannabis you know what i mean like a craft beer is never going to lose the value value, right as a matter of fact when we hit hard economic times those things start raising in prices because of you know the fact that people think they need it through these times you know but we have cannabis to offer which is a much healthier option right and uh so i think it's good for the mark i guess it's good for the consumer for Mm -hmm. sure um Will it be the good for the market in the end? Eh, I don't know. You know what I mean? That we might see a little influx of bigger, larger markets. But we're going to need you, man. We're going to need you to fucking continue to rock out this fucking town so that we can have all the cultural, yeah. you know, all the culture back and, you know, have these great events so we can remember 
that this is what why we're here and why we started, right? I appreciate to get closer the support to the because that's exactly why I'm just trying to create a platform for that and just keep yeah. the focus on the industry. Are you excited about the lounges? I was um, about to say. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I, I am, but it's like business-wise, I think everybody's going to have a different business plan. Right. So everybody's going to have a different operation. And I'm excited to be able to bring people to a public setting right. and possibly throw an industry event. Right. I'm excited about that. I'm just, you know, we'll, we'll see how everything kind of goes and w- if they can find something that works for them, right. that can work for the industry and just work all around as an ecosystem. I think that everything takes time. For you sure. Know, everything. But could you see yourself in a lounge like DJing, doing some kind of like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. like a house DJ at a lounge, like a campus lounge? I mean, I, I would hope so. I Absolutely. If I put that out there real quick, if anybody <laughs> needs somebody, I'd love to program a setting like that and create an experience for people. Hell yeah. Definitely. What's the? Do you have an end game in the cannabis industry? Um, I think for me the end game. It, I, I I like where I'm at now, which is my agent card expired like a year ago. <laughs> so for me, I'm a consumer. Yeah. Uh, but for me, with the with the industry, I I, I kind of like what I'm doing, and I, I think I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing as and contributing as you know the outsider looking in, yeah. but. You know, everybody kind of shows me love. Like, I used to get your agent card discount when I shop every now and then. I'm like, man, I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Uh, No, that's dope, man, because they know. They know that you're doing good things in the industry. I appreciate it. You know, and we do pop by. We appreciate it. You know, he pops up and we have these really great posters that come through in the store and... Everybody looks at it, and I'm like, always when we're hanging out and we're powwowing in the back there, if you're having (laughs) lunch with like four people, right? Hey, guys. You should go to this event because events are also include you folks, which is really weird because even when you po- put a poster up, mm-hmm. they're still like, can I come to this event? And it's like, it's like the reason why it's back it's here. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. it starts to become more mainstream too, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be so much a part of that evolution mm-hmm. that it's going to be amazing for you, bro. Like, there's going to be so many opportunities. It might not, you know, it may not be the uh, the lounge that does it. It could just be bouncing around from these cannabis stores because, let me tell you, pop-ups are the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You want yeah. to draw an audience. You still yeah. want to have that vibe. You want people to be excited about coming into yep. the dispensary. Yep. Never be a drudge, right? You ever go to, like, the fucking corner store and people are buying beer and they just look unhappy with life? I think it was in $25. They know exactly how much it is with change and shit. And they got it. Boop. I got to go grab their beer. They never look excited. But you have the opportunity because people know they get excited, right? Even after you're like a consumer forever. Yep. Yep. When you get yep. home, yep. that feeling never of your thoughts are going to smoke, mm-hmm. that is the... Mm-hmm. It's never, like you said, never yep. ending, never never ending feeling, right? Yeah. And I think that feeling combined with the music is... It's where it's at. It's always been where it's at for me. So what type of genre of like music do you play normally when you DJ? And I know people are like usually I do mostly what's mm-hmm. your what is like your jam? Well, my jam, uh, to answer your question, I play whatever the client needs me to play. Right. So based oh, no, my, I know. Based on my setting, you know, I got a wedding, or if I do a corporate gig, or like mm. a Jimmy Choo wants it a certain way, and then I go to Hardeen, they want it a certain way. So uh, everything still falls into my style. You know, I, I'm, I try to really cleverly select songs and create an experience. 
Uh, I originally wanted to be a, a musician in a reggae band before I started DJing and just kind of took off with that. What so, instrument? Uh, ukulele, guitar, okay. a little bit of bass. Nice. Yeah, so for me, it's like all of that stuff, like a lot of reggae, a lot of dance hall, a lot of that stuff. For me, that's a lot of stuff I grew up on, being right. born and raised from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of my remixes and like stuff with my name on it would kind of just be its own, like familiar hip-hop mashups with like reggae and dance hall things right. like that and you know I kind of got to ride that for a little bit when Brooklyn Bow was doing reggae concerts I'd get to you know, play my style of reggae music yeah was there any major influences um not necessarily and just kind of I, I Matt Lucio as Matt Lucio I just try to play good music try yeah. to read the room and that's why when I was creating reggae music I was trying to create reggae music that would relate to the room Right. With that being said, you know, I, I like to play different things. I still play reggae and I still kind of do that stuff, but I, I like to play all kinds of stuff. Like right now, I've been really like liking playing the house music and playing raves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and even like on, uh, when we do the industry part, everybody kind of plays their own vibe. And, you know, right now, the new style in DJ world is like Baila Funk and Baila Bass. So right. I like to get really, really creative but familiar. Right. Where people can really connect and they're familiarize themselves but then it's still like oh, still like a cool sound i've never heard this before and right you, you just don't you don't have one trick you're doing all I the try, things I try not you got to, all, you I got all the to, tricks in your bag you know i just try to pick good songs and yeah. you know pick read the room yeah do you, you know? make music as well a uh, little bit i've dabbled in making uh you know originals but a lot of my stuff has been like mashups okay. just simple stuff you know i'd do something on the gig live and be like man that sounded really cool i'm gonna go back and record it yeah uh, i'm from chicago so I'm a househead oh, person, awesome. you know, so I listen to, anytime there's a moment or a free moment I can listen, I like Carl Cox, yep. I like a lot of, like, DJs that play deep house music, yep. um, so I, I've i been around it for a very long time, and that's also, too, the reason why that makes me excited that there's DJs in this cannabis industry doing some things, you know, because I think there's a certain kind of influence to that situation, too. Mm -hmm. Like, people want to hear reggae music when they're getting mm -hmm. high. There is nothing like it. Sit down, listen to some reggae music, and get high. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Different. And and it's, it's a feeling, right? It's a feeling that you're going to have. If you are having a shitty day, this is what I used to love about house music. When you were having a shitty day... You can go out with some friends. The minute you listen to some house music, the minute you hear a drop, yep, it's fucking over. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? And it makes you feel great, and your mood immediately changes. Yep. Endorphins kick in, and you're like, "Yeah, yep. this is what this is it, right?" Yep. yep. And you completely forget about that shitty day. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And I think um, on top of that, even to each their own. I think everybody has what they're drop or house music or for me it was reggae for you it could be something else and everybody has whatever it is that they like in that moment that erases their shitty day and as a dj that's what i kind of enjoy the most about you know when you select your songs and you mix and you see the crowd you see that reaction yes it's a true reward of you know my job what i do for, what i do you know djing yeah yeah. It's part of artistry, right? Yeah, that's like the it, that's the emotional reward for me. Being like, yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you know. It can you catch a vibe from mm -hmm. that whole situation. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah, that's what music does. It, like it, um, it evokes emotions. You mm -hmm. know, like so. Um, 
like music is powerful. Like it could change your whole mood, like change your whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit is powerful, hell yeah. So you got you got power on your hands, my man. That's exactly what I saw in DJing for the first time. Yeah. Watching my uh, from my uncle at the time. He's you know doing crowd control to get people to sing all of a sudden and like it's a corny song but they love it but normally they wouldn't like it as much but you know you start learning it's 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 a power thing it's yeah. controlling human emotion yeah. uh, in, in a sense where like if a bar fight breaks out you know you got to change the song you know and, and you'd be surprised when people try to swing and, and you know you play like, like the Tatooine Star, Star, Star Wars or something really weird and yeah. like oh it just changes the mood yeah. like it's like yeah. I'm like I'm like what am I doing and me- music is a powerful thing and, and even on the positives you know even the negatives you know like it triggers you know it's like oh that, that song was on the radio all the time when I broke up with my girl in high school and I can't stand hearing it yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and even as a DJ you have to watch your crowd and figure out like you know can I do that can I not you can kind of feel people you fill the room you read the room it's, it's always been energy always energy and, and for me cannabis and energy really really intertwine for me yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I think for me, it's just, I, I would love, sometimes I listen to music and I'm like, oh my God, this would be great with this dance beat behind it, right? And I think it, I can hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, if I if I could DJ, I would kill it. See, well, but you know DJ, and we can do that collapse. Shit, but listen, you know what the problem is? I'm afraid of pushing the wrong buttons. There's a thousand of them. And I'm like, oh my God, what? oh no, no, I'm, I, I'm afraid of just like fucking it up or not doing it right or it's pretty intimidating how long did it take you to get to learn all that Uh, over time Uh, it 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 take you learn the basics people can learn the basics quickly uh obviously you have to practice uh you know people learn at different paces like for everybody learns differently for someone like you it's like oh there's so many buttons uh just give me one two and that and i'm good yep I'll do a slidey thingy, yep, but yep, I'm not yep, doing yep, a turn thing. Just do one, two, play, and you're good. Uh, but no, it didn't take me long. I, I think for me, I, I knew at a young age music was going to be my my thing in life, and I just had to figure out how to make it a part of my life. And at at the time, it was being a musician, and you know, the last 18, 17 years, it's been professionally DJing, yeah. and it, you know, it's, it has its up and downs. And it's, I'm a business owner. Basically, an entrepreneur. But, Just about to ask you about that. But the uh, the the reward, like we yeah. were talking about earlier, the, the emotional reward when I when I get to play crowds and when you when you come out to the, you've been at the party and mm-hmm. people just having a good time. Yeah, and that that for me is 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 my reward. Yeah. You know, that that's my gratification. That you know, okay, I'm doing a good job, and you know, I want to continue to put good energy. That's these like, people who want to have a good time. That's like when we get that customer that comes back and be like, hey, that shit you gave me last time. Uh, it did exactly <laughs> what you said it was going to do or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah you know. Exactly what's Exactly mean. right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like uh, Catch a Vibe. I, every Wednesday I was listening to one DJ every week. Like, I would be at the Green Dolphin, and I'm like, I'm definitely going to go see Lego Spin. And... That was my jam every Wednesday. And literally, it was just like smoking for the first time. You know, you get that, you catch that vibe before you even show up. You're like, yeah. I know he's going to fucking yeah. kill it. And it, you, when you know, I, I always feel like you knew they loved their job mm-hmm. when every time the set was different. 
And you would be like, oh my God, what the fuck is this, right? And then you can't wait to, you don't want to disturb the DJ when they're in the middle of their doing their shit. But when they get that free moment, boy, I used to take it. I used to be like, hey, listen, <laughs> you had that one track that happened right on the second set. What the hell was that? And it's 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 like a whole different feeling. It's a whole different vibe and it just goes one one on one and i'm always high know that before we even get into the club that's it just goes hand in hand you're gonna smoke that joint and you're gonna walk in and it's gonna be live you're ready to go it's Mm -hmm. almost like a zip so for me what you do is huge because i'm a humongous house head and i just feel like man that's such a it's it's just another way it's art yep right because you're doing that that evokes, like you guys both said, it evokes such great emotion. And so, man, it's phenomenal. Just keep doing that shit, dude, for real. Thank like, you. Like, roll Thank it, you. for sure. What's your, if you have to, like, say, if you were just chilling at home and you're going to spin, and this is you, you're, oh, this is man. your this is your delight, you're going to play some shit that's going to make you happy, what are you spinning? What are we putting on the decks? Uh, that's, that, that's, I'm, I'm such a moody dude. <laughs> it's like I don't really know until the moment. Really? I'm, it, really. Like, I, like right now could be one thing, and then I could go home, be like, my mood could change, be like, ah, I'm going to play this. Right. You know, so you I'm just roll some that. shit different I, every pretty, time. Pretty you just much, roll up to the decks. Be like, be like, yeah, pretty much. You Like, I walk in the room, usually when I walk into work, I'm usually a little early, kind of read the room, feel the vibe, you know, what's already playing, yeah. do they like this, and it's like, okay, throw a couple of songs out, and it's like, okay, now I kind of figure out where I want to go. So, for me, like, when I just get on, I... I, I, I probably start with a reggae song because I'm at home chilling right you know I don't get to play a lot of that stuff yeah are you turntable records are you uh do you spin like that those new electronic gadgets? all of the above <laughs> all of the above uh, I try to be proficient on everything and everything yeah I at just turntables <laughs> I have the gadget what you called it that yeah, I use the gadget yep, yep yeah no for sure man that's like I've always been the record person mm-hmm. But I, like, you can just open up wide when you have, like, a variety and you don't have to switch through because you can just drop different music mm-hmm. so fast into mm-hmm. one remix. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I, and, and I mad respect to Smash Ups, for sure. Like, having a different variety of different songs is, like, incredible. Just like this moment that we're having with you, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Being on the show, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. It was so much fun. As you know, before we got to get you up out of here, we have to know, uh, what you been smoking on, man? Um, so, shout out to The Source for hooking me up. I brought in um, actually a few things. Lately, my thing has been with Floor. Okay. Uh, the OG Katana. And the uh, OG, the Bushido OG, and Katana OG. I like stuff really high and pining. A lot of people don't like that kind of I stuff. Like I love it. That's my daytime high. Like, I, limonene, eh, I like it. Uh, people being like terpinaline and, and uh, awesome mm-hmm. It's It's not like pining. So, this is my daytime high, Bushido OG, uh, Katana OG by Floor. I went and got this at the source today. I uh, also got you guys a little something different. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's Purple Haze. Mm. That's the that, nice. that's the Mercy one, right? Uh, this one has a ton of terpenamine oh, in it. Th- you got the Mercy I one. got the apples and bananas here. 
Uh, for sure. Would that be a cookies, right? Is, is that, that a cookies? That's right? not, yeah, it sounds like know, one of I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. I can't <laughs> wait to smoke that. I love apples and bananas. So when I, when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. going to be a good smoke for me. It's meant to be then. And it was funny because the bud tender actually chose that. Yeah. I, I had a third one that I couldn't... It was... It was uh, Kush, it was Kush code, and they're like, you can't use the voucher for that. I'm like, oh, okay, Just grab some good. <laughs> do you, um, what do you do? I usually roll the joint, smoke out of a bong. Uh, I, I, I like to method? smoke my bong, okay. really. If I can, you know, I'll smoke a joint, you know, I'll do a dab, but, you know, I'm a flower dude all the way through. Hell yeah, yep. hell yeah. What you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, a few things, but I did want to give a really uh, big old shout out to the folks at Sacred. Uh, GG Grant, man, uh, you're a dope guy. Um, I had the Sunset Runts mm. and a couple of other infused Zuberry infused pre rolls. Smacked heavy. I fin- I literally these are not full grams. They're like point seven fives. Yeah. But I smoked like a half of it, and that's just something I wouldn't normally don't do. And I was just gobsmacked. Nice. So shout out to Sacred nice. for that. Uh, Jarrell, what you been smoking on? Um, the last thing I got of, I got a sample of, um, it was something called Day Stripper from Serene. Ooh. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah. has a ton of terpenaline in it. Yeah. Super, super tasty. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a daytime high for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It got that head on it too. Yeah. You open the bags like, ooh. Yeah, if you smell it yep. right away. Right away. Yeah. Hey, my guy, if anybody uh, is listening out there, especially butt tenders that are coming to Vegas and they want to hang out with Matt Lucio and listen to the sounds that you're about to spin out, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, Instagram at DJ Matt Lucio. Uh, next party is going to be on St. Patrick's Day for the industry at Emporium. It's going to be Friday. I'm going to have a guest DJ. We're going to have a good time. It's also open to the public, so if people still want to come and hang out, everybody can still do that. Nice. If you know somebody who has a wristband or in the industry, you can ask them for tokens. It's still a free event. Okay, but so the raffle, the tenders are t- but the raffle is and the good stuff is for the industry for the yes. bud tenders. You know, Doctor Dabbers the giveaways. That's Ooh. all. That's all industry. Okay, and when is this again? On um, St. Patrick's Day is okay. the next one. Yeah, that's live. <laughs> Some Doctor Dabbers stuff. I mean, you got a whole mix up, guys. If you're sitting at home, you got a bud tenders. Let's do this. I mean, guys and gals and everybody else in between. Everybody, everybody, check it out. It's when is it again? St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Going to blow it out. Everybody be there, especially you butt tenders. These events are cookie cut for you. Uh, we are always at High Bud Tenders uh, and all social media platforms and at www.highbudtenders.com. Um, and they can reach you too as well, right? On these big events, please come out and check it out. Um, if anybody also wants to book an event... Um, you do everything, right? Hit me up. Hit me up. I'd I'd love to help somebody, you know, if they need a DJ or if they need somebody to help them out. So if you got any events coming up, this is the time, man, because you're going to be, it's going to be smacking in the summer, so you got to book fast. I got a few coming up, new industry parties too, definitely. Get get on it, folks. Mm. We thank you all for listening, and as always, stay high, butt tenders. Make it, I'm sad. I said I love my city. But I don't think you hear me though I said I love my city